Welcome, my name is Shaida and this is Her America. Today, I'm going to be sharing about my experiences working with Chick-fil-A. Ever since coming down here from Virginia, I struggled with finding a job that would keep me stable and financially independent. I took on a temporary job opportunity as a campaign coordinator working with a activist organization. And after that ended, I tried to find something else very quickly. So I was applying everywhere. I was applying for Amazon. I was applying for Food Lion. I was applying for Aldi's. And you would think with everyone trying to hire during the time that I was applying for different places, they would be happy to have more applicants. But no. And eventually all of that led to Chick-fil-A. And how I first got into Chick-fil-A, well, it started off with a application. I put in an application. And then I got an email back for a phone interview. So I did the phone interview with probably somebody from corporate. And then they scheduled me in for an in-person interview. So I did two interviews. I did a phone interview and then I did an in-person interview. And when I came in person, I was sitting down face to face with um, one of the directors at the time. Now she operates as a partner at the Chick-fil-A establishment that I'm currently at. And it was that interview where I actually got the job and was now considered a team member with Chick-fil-A. So, since coming down here from Maryland to Virginia last year, I've been with Chick-fil-A for 10 months, a little over 10 months now. And since I've been working there, I've had the pleasure of working in the front where you get to interact with customers and take orders. I've had the pleasure of working in the back of the house So there is two terms, front of the house, meaning that you're there order taking, running orders out, taking orders, and there's back of the house where you're mostly in the kitchen helping food prep and and basically cooking things, uh, dropping um, food in the fryers and packaging sandwiches very quickly. And I also have been plenty of times been a dining room host. So I'm basically the first person. If you're a dining room host, I am the first person that you see walking through the door of Chick-fil-A. I'm there waving at you, smiling, and basically making you feel welcome. And... One of the things 
the reason why that I've decided to share about Chick-fil-A is because it's so it is just so strategic how they operate. And I've have listened to I've have read articles by other team members not at the Chick-fil-A that I work at, but just Chick other Chick-fil-A's around the country. And I've always been a little bit, I don't know, weary of how they share because it's almost as if they share only the good parts of working at Chick-fil-A. And of course, there are challenging parts because at the end of the day, it's food service. And when you're dealing with customers and people of all different kinds of personalities, you're going to have conflicts and issues. But when I do read about stories of how other people um, work, it's almost as if they glamorize glamorize the job and don't want to go into detail about how it can be difficult. So the way that I want to break it down for you all during this episode is talking about the first, the biblical values of Chick-fil-A and the business values of the establishment and how it's it how it makes us very uh, makes us an outlier outlier compared to other fast food establishments so let's begin so let's start off with biblical values one of the things that chick-fil-a is known for is being closed on Sundays and that is because the founder S. Truett Cathy believed that Sundays should be a day of rest. Cathy was was a Southern Baptist based on research that I've done and the stories that I hear working at Chick-fil-A. He was a run-of-the-mill Southern Baptist. He believed that Sunday should be your day of rest and that you should use, utilize that day to prep for the productive week that lied laid ahead of you. So that's one reason why Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays is because it's considered a day of rest for all of its employees. Another um, biblical value that Chick-fil-A has is known as the core four. And for all my Chick-fil-A team members out there, the core four consists of the four things that make up the relational, relational leadership style that all the team members should exercise every day when they're working in the store. The first of the core four is smile. Every time a customer walks through your door, you should hit them with a smile because it makes them feel welcome. Second is speak with a friendly tone or more as speak with enthusiasm because it shows that it demonstrates that you care 
about the customer that's speaking that's in front of you it it also gives that it also uplifts the mood and it can be um it tells the customer that they can find trust in you even while you're taking their order or attending to their care third is eye contact they really um emphasize on you making eye contact with your customers because it will demonstrate to them that um all of that you care as a team member but also that you're listening to them eye contact is is a very important part of communication and so one of the things that i do when i'm out order taking if i am outside in the drive-through order taking i make i make sure that i'm looking up at my customer who up at my customer instead of focusing on my tablet where I'm taking orders down on because as a service worker it's very easy to try to not make eye contact with customers because as you're listening to them taking explain to you their order that you're you are trying to find the right button put in the right information before you can submit it it at their transaction so yes eye contact is very important fourth is always say my pleasure have you ever walked into a chick-fil-a and been hit with a thousand my pleasures it's because it's embedded into us to say my pleasure for every single thank you or express of gratitude why um because it tells you as the customer that service here is is something that we should do we should emphasize on giving great um customer service and i think all of this is related to biblical values is because um and one of the things i learned during orientation is it's about exercising exercising things that not only service I don't know how to explain it without making it so sound so weird okay so when I went to orientation I one of the directors then present us a presentation of biblical scriptures implicated to each of the exercise of the core four and i think it was interesting because in the bible especially for as a woman of faith you're taught a lot in the church and in your personal time with god that you should that you should serve people not because not in the hopes that you'll get something in return but because God served you you should 
show that love to people because God loved you first and have that sense of compassion. And I think there's something really uh, striking and powerful about that. And when working in one of the stores, um, you don't you don't say my pleasure because because you did your job by getting a customer's um, order down and giving them their food. You say my pleasure because you're serving them with the attitude that you do this regardless of how appreciative they would be or would not be. And lastly, as far as biblical value goes, is second mile service, which means going beyond expectations. That means um, when you see a customer about to come inside, may try opening the door for them. And as a dining room host, there were plenty of times where I have opened the doors for customers that I would check on customers who were sitting down, um, sitting down, enjoying their meals and ask them, hey, do you want a refill on that? Or do you, would you, is your meal going okay? Or how are you enjoying your meal? And there have been times where I've, run after kids or um, played with kids while the parents run to the bathroom real quickly. And you don't see that a lot in fast food restaurants because, let's face it, nobody wants to go the extra mile for, um, for, for customers most of the time. But that's something that Chick-fil-A really stands strong on is making sure that each and every single guest feels well taken taken care of because they want to be known as the world's most caring company. So next we have business values. I Earlier, I shared how why Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday. And I think um, after reading an article about why Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays, it turns out that as much as it is a biblical value of Chick-fil-A, it is also a very strategic business value of Chick-fil-A. So I'm going to research it right now. Because there was a very interesting article by the Business Insider, I believe. I'm going to try to see if I could find it. But if I can't, I'll look for it later and try to link it to the information. Yeah, it says here, um, Business Insider, the company attributes the rule to its founder, Chewit Cathy, on its website. Having worked seven days a week in restaurants open 24 hours, Chewit saw the importance of closing on Sunday so that he and his employees could set aside one day to rest and worship if they choose. But also, yes, I have it right here. By business, why Chick-fil-A's decision to close on Sunday is a brilliant business strategy. 
And it says here that despite being open for 14% fewer days a year than competitors, Chick-fil-A is dominating the fast food industry. The chain's same store sales grew by 16.7% in 2018, according to Nation's Restaurants News data. Internal sales figures shared with Business Insider indicate the same store sales have been up by more than 16% so far in 2019. And it says here later in, article, in the article, it provides a sense of urgency. You better get to that restaurant today because they're going to be closed on Sunday. So on, so and so, so on and so forth. I don't think the company designed it that way at all, but it's a call to action every single week. So yeah, there is that. It's a call to action every single week by customers like yourself that want to come and get a Chick-fil-A sandwich meal before we close on that one dreadful day. Another thing, another value of Chick-fil-A business is fast and efficient service. Now, one of the things as a team member at Chick-fil-A is we are trained and then retrained and then retrained on how to quickly take a customer's order, package it, submit it, and even deliver it deliver it to them. So at the Chick-fil-A that I work at, the dictatorial management likes us to be able to complete a customer order, especially when we're in the drive-thru, in under 40, in 45 seconds or less. 45 seconds. 45 seconds can go by very quickly if you're not paying attention. <laughs> um, yes, but for every single customer, we have to be able to meet this expectation that Every customer should be served in three minutes and 30 seconds. So the minute they come through the drive-thru, we are to take the order in 45 seconds or less, regardless how small or big the order might be. And as they come through, as they continue on the drive-thru, we should be able to have their food and drinks ready for them by the three minute and 30 seconds mark. And I'm not sure where we're at currently, but that's a lot of pressure for every single customer. And not for the customer, but just for us to be able to go for go for every single customer. And of course, some of the orders take longer because sometimes the customer wants uh wants Chick-fil-A food that is worth $200. And so that means that whatever they got, it's a big enough order that they might have to wait on it a little while because the kitchen only cooks up so much chicken at a time. <laughs> um, so yes. And also another thing that business, 
that is considered a business value of Chick-fil-A is order accuracy. And so when taking a customer order, whether you're doing it in the drive-thru or even in the store behind the register, you have to ensure that every customer knows exactly what they want and put it in uh, put it in correctly. And so one of the things that they teach us is when a customer is done um, done with sharing with you their order, you should repeat it back to them and make sure that you got down every single detail. If they would like a Chick-fil-A sandwich with no pickles, make sure you repeat back Chick-fil-A sandwich with no pickles. If they would like a large lemonade with a little bit of sweet tea, this Mark that down in the tablet or on your register that they will like their lemonade with a little bit of sweet tea instead of going for the signature Sunjoy, which is the sweet tea split with lemonade. And it's just even with all of that being done with the fast and efficient service and order actually, sometimes mistakes can happen why because people are going to be people 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 are going to be people and sometimes when they want one thing they actually mean something different and because they don't understand that we don't serve things the way that maybe other chick-fil-a would serve things um that can um, slow up the process even more. And sometimes we're really backed up in the drive-thru because a customer uh, has a, an issue with their order or feels that an item is missing. When in general, it's not that it's missing, it's that they never um, expressed to the team member that was taking their order that they wanted item A instead of B. And so there is a lot of transpiring going on between people who are working front of house in the drive-thru specifically um, and then people back in the kitchen because the kitchen is expected to meet a certain expectation about um how we package food, how much um, time we spend on a particular um, item that needs to be prepped and how fast we can get it to the team members up front that are ready to package up the food and, and send it off to the customers. And so, yeah, it can get pretty hectic. Um in the drive-thru because especially at the Chick-fil-A that I work at in Virginia, it's known to be one of the busiest Chick-fil-A's in the areas just based on the numbers of customers we can get through the drive-thru a day. There'll be 20 cars lined up wrapped around the store, um, 20, 30 cars on a given day because people love that that Chick-fil-A sandwich. I don't know what they put in that sandwich. It, it's got to be something in that sandwich. Because people go nuts over it. 
And then lastly, as far as um, business value goes, especially at the Chick-fil-A that I worked at, work at, it's sell, sell, sell. Constantly keep selling, especially upselling. Um, every week, um, our director of hospitality, he likes to set up a challenge for us team members to sell a certain item or a certain uh, value on the menu that uh, would um, increase sales and be able to attend to um, make profits. So this week, he is challenging all the team members that are going to be outside order taking in the drive-through or even inside a inside the store whether they're on the cashier or register this week is the challenge of selling the most brownies now chick-fil-a has some awesome brownies that they um that they sell and it's really good i've tried it sometimes i like to take a brownie home and heat it up in the microwave just a little bit and then have it with some non-fat greek yogurt and it's so good and so yeah one of the things that um the chick-fil-a that i work at what the director does is he sets up a challenge and the chick-fil-a that sells the most um item wins free visa gift cards that they can use anywhere and the whole point of this challenge is to be able to make profits especially since um our menu we went through a price hike this past earlier this month and so the prices of our food has jumped maybe by 20 30 percent percent and and for a lot of customers, that especially um, the ones that come by a lot, they notice that and think, oh my gosh, why is this so expensive? And it's like, I don't know why. And I think it has something to do with the fact that um, they're having to pay for all the changes that are coming in for all the new people that they keep hiring and all the training that they're doing. And so that's probably one of the reasons for the price increase so yeah when we sell 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 we sell the most items of whatever challenge we're in and if we do it and we if we see so well we get a free visa visa gift card in exchange so that is biblical values versus business values of chick-fil-a By working at Chick-fil-A, there are some very valuable life lessons that I'd be sure to carry on long after I hang up my red shirt and retire from ever saying my pleasure. First valuable lesson is the customer is not always right. People like to take advantage. People are sometimes opportunists. And they and when they see an issue they like to hone on it and figure out how they're going to take advantage of our great hospital service 
what I've learned from working at Chick-fil-A, each Chick-fil-A store, the restaurants, they are owned independently. They are operated independently. Yes, there is a corporation that basically runs the foundation for every Chick-fil-A store, but each franchise establishment is operated and owned independently. So certain Chick-fil-A Chick-fil-A stores might be able to serve extra salad dressings if you wanted to pay a subcharge for them. Other Chick-fil-A's don't. Some Chick-fil-A's offer to sell fries, waffle fries in the morning as long as you're willing to um pay for charge for waffle fries other chick-fil-a's don't and sometimes when customers come in and they have an issue with their order they sometimes think that because one chick-fil-a might be able to do that that means all chick-fil-a's might be able to will be able to do what they do and that's not always the case And one of the things that I've learned is you got to stand your ground with customers because sometimes customers like to be hostile and like to get impatient. And even though it is not up to standard to reflect that energy, you have to rise to occasion I guess and be able to come up with solutions without losing without trying to forego your standards that's all second lesson I've learned is do not take things personal and I think this can be a a lesson that can be instilled in every work environment in every um, profession you go into or just really everywhere you go in life if things ever became personal, I think it would be very noticeable. However, what I've learned from working at Chick-fil-A is not everything is about me. I am here to provide a service. I am here to do a job. And just because of, of a leader or ship supervisor says something to me about a particular thing that doesn't mean that I am incompetent that doesn't mean that I don't know how to do my job or don't do it well it just means that there's a a little kink here and it just needs to be straightened out It, it it a matter of fact um in the views of some of the directors that work at Chick-fil-A, at the Chick-fil-A that I worked at, and some of the shift leaders, they think I'm a very hardworking team member. They find me to be very, um, uh, providing very good service um, to the community nearby where I work. And they know that wherever <laughs> wherever they place me at at work whether if it's outside order taking or making drinks or doing bagging or 
bagging food together it they know that i am not gonna i'm not gonna i'm gonna be one of those team members with the least amount of issues at that particular station third lesson is never be afraid to speak up for yourself and i i am saying this to myself more and more every day is don't let people talk down to you don't let people think that it's okay to disrespect you just because you might be at the bottom of the food pyramid of chick-fil-a doesn't mean that you that i am not that i am not deserving of respect or having dignity as much as the store operator or the director or even the leaders the managers and team leaders that work there Everyone is deserving of respect and dignity regardless of what position you are, what ranking you might have, or where you are. And that's one of the lessons I've learned is never be afraid to speak up for yourself. Say something when you know there's an issue with another team member or whatever. Don't be afraid to address things. Um... Of course, in a respectful manner, because you don't want to come off as disrespectful. But don't lose, never forget your worth. Fourth and final lesson that I will share from working at Chick-fil-A, I only can think of a few things I've learned, even though there's like probably a lot of things I've learned by working at Chick-fil-A. So this last lesson I've learned is always meet expectations by your management. The management team at Chick-fil-A, sometimes they're really good at feeling at being like they're your friend. And what I mean by that is sometimes management likes to act like they're your friend. And sometimes they can be your friend when the situation is appropriate. But at the end of the day, this is a job. They have expectations of you as an employee, as a team member, or even associate, just like I have expectations of them and what I need from them and 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 what they're able to do for me when I'm able to do my job so there's it's a two-way street with management and one of the hard things I've learned at working at Chick-fil-a is sometimes management can't always be your friend they can't always um makes exceptions special exceptions for you when you need something because they have this contract and this handbook that they follow by and they're really strict about it even if it seems though as though they don't follow the handbook or the guidelines as much themselves so these are some of the value less valuable lessons that i have learned by working as a team member at chick-fil-a Have you ever wondered what the hierarchy of Chick-fil-A is like? Well, based on where I work, 
this is what the pyramid, how the pyramid is structured. At the top of the pyramid, you have the owner slash operator. They can own a Chick-fil-A store or two. They have more of a direct communication with corporate and they have more business inside secrets than a lot of the people who work at Chick-fil-A do. Okay, so you have the owner and operator at the top of the pyramid. Then underneath the operator, you have the directors. They're the ones that hone in on a specific division or section of a Chick-fil-A store. For instance, they, 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 certain Chick-fil-A stores can have a hospitality director, a marketing, marketing director, a kitchen director, a drive-through director, so on and so forth. They take a specific division of the brand, certain uh, division of the store or the brand, Chick-fil-A brand, and they work together as a team to how to run a more efficient environment. And then underneath the director, so you're midway down the pyramid, you have the shift leaders. And they oftentimes worry about the meeting daily profits, being able to produce sales throughout the day. And they run basically um, the store as far as they make the shifts, they they instill different team members in place who's going to be where and what they're going to be doing and they really are the bread and butter of the store they they really do a lot with the directors and making sure that they're able to run a very efficient store and then team and then team team leaders and shift leaders they think you would think they kind of are next to each other or in the same position based on what they do but there really are different ranking so you have the sh- owner operator then the directors and then the shift leaders and then underneath the shift leaders are the team leader team leaders and they basically help the shift leaders run their shifts they base they help serve the team members that might be struggling they might help with um, keeping track of sales and how much we are producing sales throughout a shift or even throughout the entire day and then you at the bottom of the pyramid you have the team members slash trainers and our focus as team members is you're supposed to focus on serving the guests um be willing to produce um, second mile services going beyond expectations and just creating a welcoming environment so that guests want to come back and then the trainers also help with new team members who come on board and just help them get a situated situated with the environment and feel more comfortable so they can really thrive well on their own so yes that is the structure hierarchy of chick-fil-a well just 
based on the Chick-fil-A that I work at. I know at different Chick-fil-A's it could look slightly differently, but that's just a, a broad version of it. You would think um, by working in food service, it'd be really easy to be able to climb up the pyramid and be able to reach different positions. Well, at the Chick-fil-A that I worked at, I, I have tried to become a trainer. I'm not really sure if at this point, if this is something that's even applicable for me or this is something or if this is even a goal for me anymore. Um, as I said, there is a difference between the manager and team members, but a team leader is somebody that's in between. They're not exactly uh, have the exact same responsibilities as a team leader or shift leaders, but they're there to help with new hires and really help with the efficient efficiency of the work environment and help with the flow of things. And one of the things that I would tell people who, if tell somebody if they were thinking about getting a job in the food service industry is do not think you will come into this arena, that you will come into this industry thinking that you can make your way up because you will really, really struggle. And there is a fantastic article by smashed.com and it's an article that's called that's the title is things you don't know about fast food service and i'll put i'll share a link in the description of the episode of this episode and one of the things that the article shared is you know the fast food industry has some of the highest turnover rates and compared to other industries. So in a given year, you're having to replace 150% of your workforce. That means that in a particular store or restaurant, you can replace an entire employee pool inspected to replace half of that same workforce because that's because that is a reflection of people quitting, people um, dropping off on a dime, and just leaving. It even says here, I'm going to be reading certain experts from this article. Um, where does it say that? Um. Yes, it says there the things you don't know about fast food is yes, the fast food industry industry has a yearly employee turnover rate of 150%. That this means that every year they fully replace their workforce and then replace half of those replacements. And then another thing about working in the food service industry is 
the average age of somebody who may be working in fast food. You would think working at fast in fast food, it's all um, teenagers and college students who basically want to make uh, some money and be able to save up and be able to buy books and, or do or pay for college. But no, um, the average age, according to this article by Matt smashed, mashed, <laughs> I keep saying mashed, smashed, but smashed, smashed. It says here, there's a stereotype that most fast food employees are teens just looking to make pocket money or to save up for college. If that were the case, maybe the low pay wouldn't be such an issue. But in fact, more than 40% of the fast food industry workforce is made up, made up of people 25 years or older, with the average age hovering around 29 years old. In contrast to that myth, that most fast food workers are uneducated and about a third of them have completed some form of higher education too. So the hovering, the average age is 29 years old. That means that for some, maybe not at Chick-fil-A specifically, but from a lot of people in the fast food industry, they are either out of school, they are at that tender age where they should be owning a home, probably getting married, have a kid or two, and they are working in this industry making minimum wage. Also, what it says here on in the article is do not come into the fast food industry thinking that you're going to easily make your way up because it is really hard it's especially been hard for me personally going from trying to go from team member to team trainer even though that a team a team trainer isn't exactly considered a shift leader or even a team leader they're not even considered a leader in general or or expected to run a shift or have the same responsibility as as a manager but it says here in the article that we're a bootstrap nation one that assumes you can work your way up from the bottom as long as you're as you put your nose to the grindstone and put in the hours Unfortunately, in the fast food industry, employees are more likely facing a road to nowhere. That's because, put simply, the numbers just don't add up. A whopping 90% of workers in the fast food industry are cashiers, cashiers or line cooks, waiters, etc., servers, while only 9.9% gain low-level supervisor titles that make them around 13 an hour. Even more dismal, just 2.2% of all fast food jobs are at the managerial level in, or in corporate positions, which jobs which millions of employees are in competition for and though companies like mcdonald's share franchises success stories about employees who work the way 
from manager to owner, just 1% of all fast food workers actually own a franchise. It's incredibly rare. So much for working your way up. That is very true. Don't a lot of the employees who wish to be who wish to go from team member to team leader or even shift leader or help out and become a marketing director. That's hardly the case for a lot of fast food employees. And also, um, this article by MASH also highlights a lot of fast food employees are reliant on public assistance because it's no secret that fast food doesn't pay the bills or help put food on the table as much or even help with buying your kid medicine and things of that nature. So you're really having to find second jobs. And actually, I know at the Chick-fil-A that I work at, I know some of the fellow some of fellow team members slash shift leaders who have second jobs um um because they are not will they're not able to um meet their lifestyle they're not able to pay the bills that they have or meet their responsibilities with just working on a chick-fil-a salary so there's a little insight for you guys about working about what it's like working for Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A could be a if you if you go in with the right attentions, it could be a very great learning opportunity that definitely diversify your resume. And it could be a very cha- challenging job other times and you really have to be able to find an even balance. But that is all. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Shaida and this is Her America.